commencing operation over saturation. Yes, I know. I thought it was all over too. And yet, here we are for another last episode again. Perhaps our hosts will finally learn their lesson and move on rather than beating this dead turbo horse. Watching them continue coming back reminds me a lot about the ending to David Tennant's Doctor Who. You know, the one I'm talking about. Anyway, let's tune into for the show for the last, last time. Hello and welcome to the podcast where we are currently recapping the events of Transformers IDW 2005 continuity. I'm Onyx Prime with my co-host here. Hi, I'm Kilobyte. Moving on with our review. As always, spoiler warning. So if you haven't read anything, anything from the 2005 continuity, what are you doing here? Like just one thing at least before you jump into spoiler warning. Anyway, go back, read them. Come, come listen to podcasts. You should know by now. So... Ah, back to the podcast. We have a goal to reach 500 subscribers. We'll be holding a brand new kind of giveaway we've never done before. So click that subscribe button. Tell your friends. It's a good time. Now, onwards with the podcast. This is slightly different because there's not necessarily a single issue we're covering. We're covering the whole continuity, review, our highlights, and such and such. But in order to do that, we must first know some fun facts. Kilo, do you mind giving us some hard facts? Will do. There are 427 comics in this continuity, with the very first issue being the Transformers Infiltration number zero, released October 19th, 2005, and the very last issue, Optimus Prime issue 25, came out November 21st, 2018. Fantastic! And here is some fun trivia. In 2015, the Comics Alliance nominated Transformers More Than Meets the Eye. For the continued excellence in a serial comic and one outstanding writers of 2015. Well done. Well done. Hand clapped. Hand nice. clapped. Nice. There have been three main publishers of the comics branding the name Transformers based on the toy lines of the same name. IDW Publishing being the third for the 2005 continuity and the fourth for the 2019 comics, which we have yet to read. While Marvel owned the license during 1984 to 99 before handing it over to Dreamwave from 2002 to 2004, where IDW had it from 2005 to 2022. We still don't know who will continue the Transformers comic publishing. We'll have to find out. We'll have to find out. The universe timeline of the 2005 continuity stretches out far and wide, going all the way back to 12 million BCE, where according to legends, Primus, the very first Transformer, is born, and the first group forming known as the Guiding Hand. To many years forward of 2018 and past of Ratchet's funeral, to even divergent timelines such as 15 million CE, I think that's, uh, what does CE stand for? Eritronian Empire? Sure. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Why not? Let us know in the comments. 
in the future where Alpha Trion and Ironhide are relics of the past and the exploration of the Functionalist universe as divergent timelines. And lastly, the Uncharted universe. The divergent Lost Light crew finds themselves at the end of Lost Light issue 25. Oh, so was the Ironhide thing in the Functionist universe? Uh, no, that's it's still the future of the main universe, or it could be a divergent line of the main universe because Alpha Trine is there. But because, you know, Brainstorm and Perceptor come up with the theory of multi-universes or parallel universes, I they, see, I see. since Alpha Trine's alive in that one, it's probably a divergent timeline. It's wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey stuff. So, Kilo, do you mind giving <laughs> us a short series, short summary of this series? Will do. After many years of war, conflicts, road trips, planet-sized killing machines, and redemption arcs, we finally end with the whole Cybertronian race coming together and uniting as one, inspiring and forging the next generation, teaching them that freedom is the right of all sentient beings. Well said. And as always, the information of the facts was taken from the wiki, but the summary was my own. Well done. Rod star for you. Rod star for you. Onyx helped a little. <laughs> yeah, well, we all need help. Yes. yes some some more than others. You you, hey, you don't happen hey, to be hey. a doctor, do you? No, I'm not a doctor. Uh, you can't help me either. <laughs> Moving on <laughs> with our discussion. We are going to talk about each phase. Pros, cons, scenes, characters, weakest points, stuff like that. So... Beginning with phase one, what has been your favorite scene? Favorite scene? I kind of like Shockwave in the Hearts of Steel comics when he rises from the from the lake because he has a steamboat alternate mode. I just really like that design and I liked visiting that steampunk universe. I know it didn't really matter in the long run. I would really like to see it happen again in, in the future comics. That's fair. For me, I really like the Chaos series of Phase 1 and watching powered-up Megatron taking on Devoid. Because even though he was the bad guy, he was like, well, I still don't want to see Cybertron destroyed, and I'm not going to have some crazier person do that. (laughs) It spoke magnitudes to me. Yes, yes. It's a very powerful page. Like, man, that when when he started down Devoid, yeah. So good. So, what do you think are some of the weakest parts of Phase One? Ooh, the for me, some of the art in Phase One kind of ruined the immersion, just because it wasn't very good. And I don't want to, you know, insult the artist, but it just kind of felt off, and it just didn't allow me to really enjoy the characters and kind of enjoy the scene because it was kind of hard to kind of see what was going on and determine what was really happening in that panel so it was kind of hard to really keep track yeah, it was very hard of darkness to understand what was going on <laughs> i have no strong opinions about this i don't know what you're talking about mm-hmm, with mm-hmm. me with phase one there was a lot of where is this going there wasn't a lot of consistencies with these comics there wasn't like a single plot anyone was moving towards and i think that was because it was just starting out. like there was a lot of like loose ends if that makes sense that never got really tied up or or <laughs> yes. connected yeah that's true i can agree with that 
we like to leave things on a light note. What's your favorite character from Phase 1? Or characters? And why? I really like Star Drive design uh, for Phase 1. Uh, it was... It's different than what we're normally used to. And I know it's kind of like a mix of tracks and then... Uh, almost looks like Transformers Prime's Megatron's alternate mode because they, they do have a, a, a kind of like an arrow cone in the in the, the front of their alt mode when they're flying. But I really like their design. I like the colors. They're very vibrant. It's one of the new characters that we get introduced in Phase 1, so it really uh, struck with me and, and stayed with me throughout the series, and I was hoping to see them again. And then I really like Jazz. Like, the character development and the story arcs for Jazz are very good. It's a character that I've never really been to, um, not like attached to. It was like, he's there, he's cool, and that's about it. But reading these comics made me really like the character and his design and kind of want to see more of Jazz uh, in the future. Yeah, I would like to echo both of those and especially Star Drive because fantastic design as always. Somewhat of a triple changer because she has like a land mode and on a flight flight mode. Really yeah. cool. And I love her origin story. Fantastic. Yes. I also like Cliff Jumper in phase one, the one man army before he <laughs> starts getting known for being killed in every series. And before you he know. disappears in this one and dies at the end. <laughs> yeah, before he disappears and then dies at the end. It's like they had to kill him once they found out about other things. Because this happened before he started dying in other things. The phase one part. Anyway. Oh, they found out. They found out the meme, and then, then they, they had to make it real. <laughs> yeah, whoever's editing, you got to put in a uh, a dream cut of him dying and everything else. Oh my god! You gotta, you gotta have a Bumblebee movie where you know sliced in half. You gotta have the Prime version where he gets shot and killed. There's another one, I'm sure. Good luck. And I really like Drift in in phase one. It was pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, this is the one where we get introduced to Drift. It's one. It's an original character for the series, which apparently worked out well because he ended up in a lot of other things after yeah. this. Yeah, he's become... For some reason, I thought Drift had, had already been established before the comics. Like, uh, in, in my brain module, I feel like I've heard Drift, I've seen Drift, and it was this design with the whole white uh, sports car. But then I just found out that he wasn't before. He was just created for the comics. I'm like, oh, I guess I dreamed that I knew Drift. I don't know. Dream, dream, dream. <laughs> there was, there's a lot. And I, I like seeing these. A lot of original characters for these comics. Like Star Drive was another one. Well done. Yes. Yes. And Windblade and a few others. DJG, of course. Can't mention the DJG without bringing that up. <laughs> yes. Is there anything else you want to talk about with Phase 1 before we move to Phase 2? That's, a, that's about it for Phase 1. Okay, so for Phase 2, back up to the top. What are your favorite scenes from Phase 2? I really like the road trip. The road trip was a new, uh, a good change of pace for the story. and It's not all about war. It's all about the journey and the destiny and getting there. So that was pretty cool. It was a refreshing take on the whole uh, Transformers kind of aspect of that. The more uh, than meets I, the eye comics, right? Yeah, the more than meets the eye. Okay. The, the road trip for the more than meets the eye, yes. And I, I'm happy that I got to see some new faces get involved. We didn't get like the same face. like We didn't fall Optimus and Bumblebee and kind of the same cast. Uh, we got a mix of different 
characters and some new characters that they that the writers came up with and designers so i really like that we can just got new new stuff to really enjoy and get to know and follow new stories and then i really like the windblade comics the art is so good the the one oh absolutely with gorgeous Chromia and uh metroplex where she's trying to figure out what starscream's doing and all that i really love that comic and i really like it really made me love windblade more absolutely i would like to echo the more meets the eye comics absolutely space road trip depression here we go choo choo sign me up uh i really like one of their adventures the time heist adventure because it was something that was kind of like slowly building upon and then boom that night i love me some brainstorm because you know he's he thinks he's the smartest person in the room and he's he's he he is for the most part but not, not all the time things work out for him <laughs> that's true and I absolutely love the Dark Cybertron storyline because it brings everything together. Like everyone shows up for this one. Yeah, that was that was cool. And the art absolutely fantastic throughout all of these. Yep, that's so true. So we started off with fantastic art, fantastic plot lines. Is Phase Two without its faults though? What what do you think? No, uh, I feel like Phase 2 had a lot of bad guys always coming back. Like, Overlord just kept coming back. And even in Phase 3, Overlord is there. And I, I just felt like it was a little bit annoying just because you assume they've died and then they just come back and come back and they just keep losing. So it was a little bit of an annoyance there instead of, like, having more uh, diversity. But then I also didn't really like the Combiner Wars because it says war and then... in it didn't really feel like a war. There was just like a handful of them. <laughs> yeah. So it was, it's like they, they missed a book yeah. there. That one, I feel like it was more pandering to the toy line because there was more combiners in the toy line than there were in the comics. Yeah. Like Computron was in the toy line, but not in the comics. What? What? What's going on with that one? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he didn't make the cut. Maybe he didn't make the cut. So for me, it's the Robots in the Skies series never really clicked with me. Like like you said, it kept feeling like it was repeating itself. A bad guy from old comes back, we defeat them, then we repeat. And it also had a lot of dialogue and not a lot actually moving the plot forward. Like it felt like filler or bad guy of the week. Yeah, and I like bad guys of the week, but this one feel a little bit too much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it was... Beating that dead tor- turbo horse. Where have I heard that before? <laughs> oh. So, let's let's end Phase 2 on a high note. What's been your favorite character from Phase 2? Phase 2, I really like Spinister. I fell in love. He doesn't do much in the comics, but I fell in love with his deco and his toy and his, has become one of my favorite characters of all time now. And I want to see more stories of Spinister and see where that could go. Uh, I like Roller a lot. I kind of used him as a base for 8-wheeler in the D&D because uh, I really like his robot design and kind of his alt mode. And then I really love Nautica. I know she got some adventure and there was a in some of the comics where she kind of led uh, the story and she figured out the, the, the big problem and fixed it. Uh, but I wish she would have gone a little bit more into some other adventures. So I'm hoping in the future, whoever picks up the license will will give these characters uh, a little bit more of cool stories to do. Yeah, I really like Spinister too when he was first introduced because you, you just see him arguing with a fire. He's like the fire staring at me. I'm like, <laughs> what does that mean? 
and then it pan turns and it's like an Autobot that's on fire and you're like oh my god <laughs> so good my favorite characters for phase 2 is of course Windblade Windblade the art absolutely fell in love with the art absolutely fantastic gorgeous all around Captain Rodimus and Megatron on the Lost Light their dynamic because it's one of those like crazy concepts that you think to yourself like this doesn't work and yet here we are it's it's working it works fantastic because you have Optimus not Optimus Rodimus with a super arrogant full of himself Megatron who's both trying to avoid death row but also witnessing an Autobot failing at being a leader and he's like well the bar's really low here let me step <laughs> in Orodimus. Orodimus, but he eventually learns his lesson in Phase 3. Speaking of Phase 3, shall we go back to the top again? We shall. What's your favorite scenes from Phase 3? I loved seeing the colonies of Phase 3, and I loved visiting all the new places and locations. And again, I love Aileron's story and the character development. It was fun to travel with her and kind of follow what her adventures were going through so it was a lot of fun absolutely well done i really like the lost light series the tool or one series and the unicron series they felt really emotional when reading them like when they were trying to convey sadness you were sad when you were they were trying to convey anger you were anger like it really transferred in both dialogue and imagery Yes, that's true. But phase three, as as we all know, isn't perfect. What is the weakest points of phase three for you? There was a lot of infighting with the colony, or not with the colonies, but with the, within the character. Like they're, the war is over. They're trying to bring peace, and there's just keep they keep fighting each other. Especially again with the whole Optimus and bringing up Optimus and just being annoyed with Optimus and then I felt like there were too many plot holes they you know they were bringing up concepts and then they're like yeah I, this is how it happens and, you know this is you know this is how I did it and you're like I guess that makes sense so it was kind of a little bit of annoying in that aspect yeah speaking of plot holes I really want to know or learn or find out what happened to the firstborn because that was one they just brushed off and never came to yeah, they're, they're, they either give it a new body or they're now living in the in the new colony. Yeah, but I really think a standalone comic series of Grimlock and the Firstborn would do really well. I mean, you gotta have your single dad and the the the, the female daughter being raised concept. I mean, they do it in almost every successful show, don't they? Or it doesn't have to be a d- daughter. It could be a child. Mandalorian, for example. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> not always. Not for me. Not always. Not for you? Depends on the story. It depends on how it's going. But Yeah. For, for me, for Phase 3, the weakest parts, I think, is we've covered some of this in when we were reading them. But a lot of characters die, then almost immediately come back. Or we get introduced to them, but we don't have enough time to get to know them, and they die. So it's just like, meh. And, yeah. we, and when they do die for the characters that we do know, we don't believe that they're actually dead because they eventually come back. Yeah, there was a lot of that, especially in the more than meets the eye and the lost light. 
There was a yep. lot of fake death and then real death, and then you're like, but I just met him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. For phase three, what's been your favorite character? Uh, Windblade uh, really evolved into the role of leadership, so I really liked that, eventually becoming the leader of Cybertron. So that was very fun. Uh, first aid, uh, something about first aid and how, how, I don't know, he seemed happy. You know, I really liked him. I was very scared in the Lost Light when he was in the in the ship with Getaway, and I really liked First Aid since then. And then the Combaticons. I've always liked the Combaticons, but seeing their little story and, and Skyblast and, and all that, I really enjoyed them more. I kind of want to see more adventures uh, with the Combaticons. Yeah, and this should come to no surprise but i really liked all of the dinobots i know it's to be expected of me because i like grimlock but they've been through a lot and i think they went out the way they wanted to with the exception of grimlock who didn't die i kind of forgot about them too he just kind of got a new team and then moved yeah. on well the scavengers yeah. are slightly better up <laughs> he found a better family okay what <laughs> he got how could you how could you say that how could you right. say that? What do you mean how you could? Dinobots stick together, okay? Well, scavengers stick together. Eh. Well, unless you need spare parts, then you really stick together. <laughs> <laughs> Enough jokes aside. Anything else about Phase 3 you want to talk about? Uh, uh, nothing too positive, really. Oh, no. So <laughs> There's some opinions there. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I expected Unicron to do a little bit more and... Not much happened. I know phase three is a phase where it's kind of like 50 50 because I know that a lot of cancellations and things were happening. So it's not mm -hmm. 100% their fault. Uh, but I, I, you know, it still got published and still out there. So it just feels like it's just half baked. And there's a reason for it why it's half baked at the same time as, like, you know. <laughs> right. I wish it, it's kind of weird to kind of really cover it or kind of explain it because. You know why, but then you also feel like you, you need more, and it, it just kind of contradicts itself. That means they're just that good, right? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, it's no, just I, that I, good? <laughs> yeah, it's just that good, and you want more. No, uh, no, I'm just kidding. There are some things that, like you said, when you know it's going to be canceled, don't start new plot. Finish the ones you had. I don't know. But what do I know? I'm not a professional writer. Yeah, in shape or form. There, so we don't know how much time they knew if they were going to get canceled or not. You know, Right, so. that's true. So, as a continuity, as a whole, anything stand out to you? Art is gorgeous throughout the whole continuity, and it, uh, artists did an amazing job, uh, with a little exception there. But I really like the stories they were telling. I like that it started with war, but then it also evolved into different storytellings, where it's like... Peaceful Cybertron, well, air quotes peaceful because they're still infighting. There's a road trip. There's a union at the end. So I really like that it wasn't just war, 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 fighting, fighting, fighting. Mm -hmm. uh, just like two factions. It was more involved. We got to see more planets. We got to see more of a uh, backstory for Origins, for the Primes and all that. So it's a very well continuity. I really like this continuity and I want to see it kind of be expanded even more uh if yeah. that's even possible <laughs> it's it's kind of hard to at this point but that's like yes part of the journey i think because now we have a new cybertron that's brand new we have new lunarians being born 
which would be an adventure on itself. Like, how do they adjust? What adventures do they go on? And, I mean, I think they left it open on purpose. The divergent timeline of the Lost Light crew. Yes, that, I don't know. I, I don't know if they're okay with fans doing projects, but fans, I want to see projects. Come on, give me Always. stories. So, let's go over some Rod Star rate. So, for Phase 1, you said you gave it 7 stars out of 10. For Phase 2, you gave it 9. For Phase 3, you gave it 6. So, on average and some rounding, that's about 7.5 Rod Stars for the continuity as a whole. Do you agree with 7.5 as a whole, or would you like to put some input or change some things? I would say it's a seven, not a point. No, I'm kidding, kid. I agree. I think it's a it's a decent number for it. It's it's it has its ups and downs, but everything does have its ups and down. Uh, there's not really something perfect for everybody, and you know you will always find something that you might not like, and there's not really you know you can't really do much about it. But as a whole, I think it's seven point five is great. It's a very good read. Uh, I I do recommend it. It was very fun. Yeah, and for my ratings, I gave Phase One an eight. Phase 2, a 9.5. Phase 3, a 7.5. And, and with some averaging and rounding, we get 8.5 for the continuity as a whole. But I would like to argue an 8 instead of an 8.5. Because the middle part, Phase 2, is really where most of the, the fun stuff happens. Most of the best storytelling, I think. And a little bit of Phase 3 and a little bit of Phase 1. But Phase 2 is the good chunk. So that's why I think it should come down to 8 instead of 8.5. Mm, then you should bring it down to seven then okay well if we bring it down seven <laughs> minus we'll bring it down to two what's this what's stopping us from keep going why stop there those are rookie numbers <laughs> no but uh, i agree i agree phase two is the the the, the strongest of out, of out of all three i think mm -hmm. that's where you really get hooked on on the stories because we finally get something different right we get the the we get the road trip and we get the get to see cybertron in a peaceful state and what comes after the war and so those are very good ways of like, very good storylines yeah so that is it for this comic that is it for this continuity what's next for us kilo what is the possibilities for things that we have planned for the future after we take our month off uh, we'll be doing video games. We'll be doing card games. There's the Magic Magic the Gathering cards with the Transformers. There's going to be future comic reviews. There's uh, the, we got to do the 2019 continuity and some of the other side projects and crossovers. Those are going to be fun. And then uh, we have a review for the Transformers Renegade Transformers D&D book coming. And then there's more D&D. Yeah, more in D&D. So if you haven't checked those out, go check our, our second podcast, Transform and Roll Out. Transform, the and symbol, roll out, exclamation point. I think at this point there should be two seasons and season three should be coming out here soon, if yeah. it hasn't already. Yes. There should be some one shots. We have the lovely Frank Todaro, who voices Starscream. And if it hasn't aired already, we also have Lindsay Rousseau voicing Alita One. Those are great ones. That so really fantastic. Yep. Yeah, I hope they come back. Me too. They were fantastic. And, of course, there are many other comics we can cover. We can cover the Grimlock series. We can cover the War for Cybertron series, which I think happens if it's canon, not canon. Because some of their designs are in this continuity that we just read but their storylines are slightly different. We could read the Shatterglass series as well. 
Yeah, there's so many possibilities. Yep. yep. Even even some tour reviews. If that's yeah. something you would all like, let us know. Absolutely. But listeners, what would you rate the 2005 IDW continuity? Let us know by leaving a comment below. If you would like to get in contact with us, you can send us an email at swervesbarpodcast at gmail.com. That is S-W-E-R-V-E-S-B-A-R podcast gmail.com. Nice. Yeah, I, I try. Kill. do you mind talking about your Twitchy Twitch? Yes. I stream on a platform called Twitch.tv, and my link channel is Twitch.tv slash Prime, where you can catch me live playing video games, hanging out with some of my co-hosts and guests, and just having a good time. And if that's something that you would you find fun and would like to participate in, you're welcome to stop by. And if you want to keep updated on when I go live and the days I will be going live, you can follow me on Twitter at Kilobyte Prime. Fantastic. If you've enjoyed this episode, consider sharing it with your friends and subscribing. If you want to help out the show even further, we have started a Patreon. All the proceeds will go to supporting the show and keeping the lights on. Of course, we have some tiers that offer other forms of gratitude such as 3D files, an entry to our Discord channel where you can talk with us and the D&D crew live. You'll even get early access to our comic review episodes and D&D episodes before their public release. So, since we're taking a month off, of course it'll just be the D&D episodes, but there are other contents such as 3D files. And are we doing anything else for this Patreon account? That's about it. So That's about it. On the Discord channel. Perfect. We should update some of those things so you get more things for your buck. We are also holding a brand new giveaway at 500 subscribers. So be sure to click that subscribe button and tell your friends it's a good time. To leave us, though, slightly different ending than we usually do, to leave us on a famous quote by Alpha Trion. The story never ends. It just changes into something else and as always we hope you are all staying safe out there thank you so much for listening till all are one all are one follow us on facebook and instagram at swerves bar podcast you can also find us on twitter at swerves bar if you're interested in more content try checking out the spinoff of dnd series transform and rollout the second and newest season titled First Stand of the Wreckers with a brand new DM, a different story, and from what I hear, a better pilot episode than the last series. Sorry, not sorry, Onyx. Let's tune in for a preview now. And as that is happening, Prowl, you see Prowl gets super angry. And he's standing next to a slab and he flips it in anger. <laughs> and he says... He did the thing. He did, he the, did thing. the thing. <laughs> Good for him. <laughs> he says, son of a glitch. All right, listen up, everyone. It's up to us to stop this. Grab your gear. Let's wreck and rule. Astonishing. There is also a YouTube channel with bonus content, such as video games containing funny comments. A link will be provided below. And if you are so inclined, you can support us on Patreon, where you can get even more bonuses content, such as 3D files, access to their Discord, and listen to content before it is released to the public. More links will be provided below. End transmission.